What you need to know on Sedano and LZ, Kaplan in for Sedano. This is being brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. LZ, yes, today sir. is Brad Pitt's 57th birthday. Did you know this? I did not. Are you a Brad Pitt fan? I am. What do you like? I don't think that's safe for radio. <laughs> Next let question. Me re- let me rephrase. Which film do you like? Oh, oh let's see here. Oh, uh, <laughs> man. What was it? Seven Years in Tibet? Okay. Good. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe he was in The Mexican. Or The American, actually. I think it was The American mm-hmm. that I liked. Um, you know, he's fun in the ocean movies. Um, in retrospect, uh, Interview with the Vampire wasn't as good of a movie as I thought it was when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. But I still like his performance and his interpretation of Louis. I kind of go a little on the older school side, I think, with mm-hmm. uh, his, his early days. Thelma and Louise. Ah, he was in there so in and out so quickly. I just love the younger guy. He kind of was hooking up with the older woman. I just, I, I liked it back then. <laughs> back then. <laughs> Brad Pitt, happy birthday, Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt will get our ass fired, apparently. We need to calm down, both of us, for different reasons. <laughs> we need to move on. What's next? What else do we need to know? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what else you need to know today. Do you know that today is National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day, LZ. I did not know that, but that makes me smile. Do you have an ugly Christmas sweater that you rock? Um, Not this year. I, I've rocked it a couple of times, you know, at parties and stuff, but obviously without that being, you know, possible this season, um, I haven't. I gotta, I'm just wearing my T-shirts. I got some Christmas T-shirts that I wear. Right. One from I, Elf. Oh, that's a good one. I bet. Yeah, yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it. I have a very ugly Hanukkah sweater. It's like gray and bluish, and like there's a little yellow mixed in, and then there's a menorah on the front. And it's like the ugliest Hanukkah sweater you've ever seen, and uh, and I like to rock it proudly. All right, I, I like the fact that you're confident in your ugly sweater. <laughs> I don't know if it counts on National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day if you're wearing a nationally ugly Hanukkah sweater, Chinooka, but, uh, but I'll rock it. Hey, LZ, coming up, um, it's time for Picks Against the Spread, and we're looking for a listener who wants to win. Laura, could you tell everybody what they're going to win if they participate with us tonight in our five games that we're going to pick against the spread? Laura, do you have that? I do. So they're going to win a Corona cooler. It is stainless steel. It's valued at $200. So if you're caller number seven, you're going to be able to uh, play with us and you're going to win a cooler. All right. There you go. Caller seven, eight, seven, 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 ten ESPN, eight, seven, 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 ten, three, seven, seven, six. Laura will get to caller seven and then we'll do our picks against the spread. We'll get back to the conversation about whether or not uh, AD is being disrespected by being the, the number seven player on the Sports Illustrated Top 100 list. And I know some people have even called and said LeBron doesn't belong at number one, LZ. Are you surprised to hear that? No, because haters are going to hate, you know, which is the whole point of the argument, you know. <laughs> well, let me, let me go to, is it Rob or is it Ron? Who it's Rob. To, okay, hey, Rob, jump into this conversation. You're on Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN, Kaplan in for Sedano. Rob, make your case. You guys hear me? Yeah. 
Hello, hello. Yeah, this is Rob in Los Angeles. Um, you know, I'm a lifelong Laker fan, uh, but uh, LeBron is not number one. It should be, first of all, it's Kawhi Leonard, and then AD, and then Giannis, LeBron, and then Luka. You know, uh, LeBron, he can't be number one because he's, first of all, he's in year 18, so he doesn't play defense at the same level as Kawhi, Giannis, and AD. Kawhi, Giannis, and AD were all NBA and all defense this past season. Yeah, somehow LeBron is a good top player. That doesn't make sense. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's what I have. All right. LZ, response, thoughts, feedback, what do you say? Um, anyone who watched LeBron James on the defensive side of the ball last year did not walk away saying he's a problem. No, they walked away saying, you're not scoring on that dude. I watched LeBron James in the last game, or the second to last game in Staples Center, lock up both Paul George and Kawhi Leonard in the same damn possession. The same possession. While getting whatever the hell he wanted, regardless who was in front of him. So, I understand, you know, that you can look at statistics and analytics, but you also got to use your eyeballs. Got to use your eyeballs. You know, maybe the 2011 LeBron James in the NBA Finals is in a game seven in the postseason and is not able to score a bucket in the fourth quarter. Maybe that 2011 version, sure. But the one that's been winning and going to the finals ever since, what happened in Denver would not have happened with LeBron James on that team. I'm sorry. Even if he was having a bad shooting day, he would have bullyballed himself to the basket he would have found himself at the at the at the free throw line. More importantly, he would have made life easier for his teammates. So if he couldn't score, certainly they would have gotten easy buckets. So I understand that you know we are uh, deferential to LeBron, and a lot of people are tired of being deferential to him. Um, but when the guy earns it, it's not being deferential; it's paying your respects. To say that he's uh, an 18-year veteran, he can't possibly be the best player because of his age? <laughs> no, that one, I, you're that's have to not sell. good logic. No, you're going to have to sell me hard on that one. All right, LZ, let's do this. Let's make picks against the spread. we got a lot more we want to get to as the afternoon goes on. We will lead you up until the Lakers pregame, game four of the preseason. And let's bring on to the air right now Mark in Ontario checking in on Sedano and LZ. Mark, you there? Yeah, I'm there. Happy, uh, Merry Christmas to everyone. All right. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Hey, Mark, congratulations. You're going to enjoy watching football with the official Corona cooler made of stainless steel and perfect for any event. It's got its own built-in bottle opener. It's valued at $200. This is the cooler that all football fans are going to want. It's brought to you by Corona Extra. Our game day beach is back. Always enjoy the game with Corona Extra. An extra cerveza. Or let me rephrase it, right. an official cerveza, the official cerveza of Los, Los Angeles Rams. How about that? Laura, that was just really bad Spanglish, wasn't it? Um, I don't make these things, but I think you did pretty good. I don't know. Oh, that's because she's so supportive. I I'm am. Sure. You know, I got to be your, your cheerleader, guys. Well, muchas gracias. All right. So, uh, Mark, you ready to roll here? Here's what's going to happen. We're going to pick five games against the spread. If you're super confident, that's a five for you. If you're not as confident, that's a one for you. And we'll go through these games. You want to make these picks with us, Mark? You ready? 
Absolutely. Ready to go. All, All right. right. All right. LZ, the Rams are 17.5-point favorites against the Jets. LZ, what are you going to do here? Cap, I thought you listened to our show. Right? I was going to say. <laughs> because if you listen you, to our show, you know what I'm going to do. I know who you're picking to win, but are they covering 17 and a half? I thought you listened to our show, Scotty. <laughs> I don't care what the spread is. Rams five, five, damn it. Rams five. Every week. Even in the bye week, Rams five. I like it. I like <laughs> yes. it. Yes. All right, Mark, what do you say here, man? I'm going to go Rams uh, making my number four, though. Okay, Rams at a four to cover the 17 and a half. Laura? I am going to go, well, I'll tell you Sedano's first. So Sedano's goes Rams two. Mm-hmm. Greg goes Jets two. And guys, I don't know. Okay, I'll go with the Jets. Really? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I'm with LZ here. I'm going to go with a four, and I think the Rams are going to blast the Jets. I think the Rams are starting to play their best football. It's great to play your best football when you're playing against the worst team in the NFL. I think the Rams will cover the 17.5. I'm at a four here, LZ. There you go. There you go. Because the defense is probably going to score a touchdown. And and maybe this week they'll score on special teams. Uh, or create turnovers on special teams. I'm looking for a big special teams performance because that's the one phase of the game where I want to see improvement headed towards the playoffs. LZ, KC, two-and-a-half-point favorite at the Saints. But wait a second. Drew Brees is back and will start. So, LZ, I'll throw it to you. Kansas City, two-and-a-half-point favorites at the Saints. What do you say? I have KC, and that is my one. Not feeling so confident about that one. I'm not, because KC hasn't really been blowing out a lot of teams. Okay, fair enough. Mark, what do you say? I got KC, and that's my number five. Oh, feeling very confident. Very confident. Laura, can you give us Sedano, and can you give us Bergman? Yeah, so Sedano has KC three, and Greg has KC five, and I have KC five. Okay, wow. I'm going to go KC three here also. I'm with LZ. They haven't, like, crushed, destroyed, blown out. And wait a second, maybe there's this emotional factor as Breeze comes back. So running game, short passing game, don't let him get hit. I think Casey wins. I think they'll cover the two and a half, but I'll put it at my three. Okay, LZ, the Patriots at the Dolphins. Dolphins are one and a half point favorites. What do you say here, LZ? I got the Dolphins, and that's my four. The way the Patriots run their offense with all the running, that feeds right into what the Dolphins like to do, which is stop the run. So I'm going to go with the Dolphins, and I think they're going to easily cover that. That's my four. All right, Mark? I'm going to go with the Dolphins also, and that's a number three for me. Okay. Laura, you've got Bergman, you've got Sedano. All right, Sedano is going to go with the Pats, and that's his one. Oh, and then Greg also has the Patriots, but that's his four. And I'm going Patriots, but that's only my two. Okay, I'm going Dolphins, and that's my four. Mm-hmm. Feeling confident about the Dolphins. Wait, didn't you take defense. the Rams four, Scott? Oh, okay. 
Uh, dolphins. Are you trying to cheat? Right. I I, I, well, I yes, but not intentionally. Just so you Stop know. Stop the steal. Stop the steal. <laughs> all right. What numbers do I have available? I'll take the Dolphins at a five then. How about that? All right. That? All right. I got you for that. Okay. Seahawks, five and a half point favorites against the Washington football team, LZ. Uh, I'm going to go with the Hawks, and that's my three. Uh, no Alex Smith. Um, I know that the defense has been outstanding, but um, no Alex Smith. That means they're going to have a very unsettled offense with Dwayne Haskins. And there's a reason why Alex Smith was jumped ahead of him on the depth chart. So I'm going to go with the Hawks, and that's my three. All right. What do you say, Mark? I'm going to go with the uh, Washington Football Club, but I'm only going to make it my one. Okay. Laura, you've got Sedano. You've got Bergman. All right. So Sedano is actually taking the Hawks, but that's his five. And then Bergman is taking Washington, but that's his one. And I'm taking the Seahawks, and that's my four. Okay, I'm taking the Seahawks. That's my two, assuming I'm keeping track of all of my picks. You're good. You're good. You got a two. And last one. The Browns are six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Giants. Primetime football here now. What do you say, LZ? I got the Giants, and that's my two. Okay, Mark. I got the Browns, and that's my two. Laura, you've got the guys' picks. All right, so Sedano has the Giants, and that's his four. Bergman has the Browns, and that's his three. And I got the Browns, and that's my three. I've got the Browns, and that's my one. I should have gotten it a lot higher, but I screwed up along the way. But I'm taking the Browns. Hey, Mark, um, congratulations on winning that Corona cooler. Corona is the official cerveza of the Rams. Thanks for listening to 710. Enjoy the cooler. Enjoy NFL football. Enjoy the Pac-12 championship, which is about to get kicked off. And thanks for listening, dude. We appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. All right. There you go. Hey, Laura, throw me in a T-shirt, too, if you remember. I got it. All right. LZ, let's talk about this because they are kicking off right now at the Coliseum. It is Oregon kicking off to SC. And uh, the very first kickoff of the game, Oregon kicks it out of bounds. I can't tell if it's foggy or if there was this major (laughs) fireworks show before the game, but it's like you can barely see the field in some ways. Let's talk about what's going on with the Pac-12 championship game coming right back. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Yeah, it's Sedano and LZ on a Friday afternoon. Coming up tonight, Lakers game four of the preseason. And then LZ Granderson, Tuesday of next week, it's on. I mean, it's really on. It is really on, and I'm excited. I'm really excited because we got a damn good team, dog. Like, this team is so good. So good. It's going to be so much fun, Cap. It's going to be so much fun. 
We got a second-year player, 20-year-old second-year player, and I know it's the preseason, but he's 20. And some of the people he's played against, they've been playing 20-plus minutes, like Kawhi and Paul George. THT is not only giving you 23 points a game in the preseason. You know, this dog is giving you a 50-40-90 performance. 50% from the field, 40 from three, about 90%. I think he's like 89.7% from free throw line. I don't care preseason, regular season, postseason. A 20-year-old serving up 50-40-90s while averaging 20-some points a game is worth being happy about, dog. And that dude might play 10 minutes. Yeah, and that's the whole That's thing. how good we are. I know. That's, that's, I mean, this whole conversation – in the, in the last week or so about THT versus Kuz and is it one's taking from the other? You, it's like you start thinking about it, like think about how deep they are. And we're going to grab your phone calls coming right back on this AD being disrespected by Sports Illustrated story. We're coming right back to it. But LZ, let me just say that SC and Oregon have kicked off at the Coliseum. In the first minute of the game, Oregon kicks the ball out of bounds Mm-hmm. SC takes over, goes yep. incomplete, incomplete, interception. Oregon, already in the red zone, scores a touchdown, and Oregon has a 7-0 lead over SC. There's 13-36 to go in the first quarter. That's how fast it all happened. Yeah, it was a, it was a terrible throw, but we don't know why the throw was made because, I, as you mentioned earlier, it was either foggy or firework smoke or something. But the field clearly looked as if it was still covered in some sort of smoke. And I'm not making excuses for the young man. You know, he's made some bad throws, you know, this season. He's not above approach. But I'm going to lean towards maybe he couldn't see as clearly with the throw because it was so bad versus he just decided, I'm just going to throw it to the other team. (laughs) Well, already it's been a tough start for SC because as they got the ball back, a holding penalty, they went back. It was first and 20, another incomplete pass. So a really, really bad start for SC and a great start for Oregon. But let's face it, we're two minutes into this game. And if you know anything about this SC team this year, they wait until about three minutes to go in the game. And that's when they make their comeback. So I was going to say, we got them right where we want them right now. Right. We, we keep, keep our eye on this, this Pac-12 championship game between SC and Oregon. LZ, before we get back to the phones, let me get your opinion on something here. Mm-hmm. Are you following the story of Kawhi Leonard and one of his supposed guys who is now suing Jerry West? Because according to the allegation, Jerry West, again, according to the allegation, told this guy, you help us get Kawhi, I'll give you two and a half million dollars. So now this guy is suing Jerry West. I want to hear your initial thought on this. Well, I think it's important first that we play the voicemail. Okay, this is the voicemail that was um, that was put out by TMZ. Okay, um, let's go ahead and play it, and I think you're right. Then we'll we'll have a better chance to discuss it. Let's go ahead and run it. Excuse me, this is Jerry uh, calling. Um, you know, I, I really want to thank you uh, a lot for you know trying to help. <clears throat> I heard this morning that everyone over in the Lakers camp thinks they're going to get him. Um, I just find that hard to believe that he would want to go to that show where he would not even be wouldn't get his name in the paper and he wouldn't be the face of the franchise that's for sure he might be the best player on the team but um uh hope things are well and well again i really really appreciate everything you've done uh 
we will uh, I'll keep you apprised of what goes on. But uh, I do want to <clears throat> get together with you privately and, and love to take you to the dinner and, uh, and even Sam if he's around so we can uh, so I can at least pay my respects to you guys for, for being so generous and helpful. Uh, take care. Uh, talk to you sometime soon. Bye-bye. All right. All right, there you go. That is the uh, that is the voicemail that was uh, that was put out by TMZ. That is uh, supposed to be. And I say supposed to be. And I assume it is Jerry West voice. Right. I, do, I didn't get at the beginning, LZ, who he's saying thank you to. Did you? Yeah, he's saying thank you to the gentleman who is suing him. <laughs> oh, okay, Dennis so, Robertson. No, Johnny oh. Wilkes. Oh, Johnny Wilkes. Okay, Johnny Wilkes is the man who is suing. Mm-hmm. Dennis Robertson, or as a lot of us in basketball in the NBA know him as Uncle Dennis. Uncle Dennis, yeah. Um, is you know not necessarily attached to this lawsuit. This is was supposedly based upon the details of the lawsuit, <clears throat> um, a conversation between um, Jerry West mm-hmm. and Johnny Wilkes, who has a relationship with Kawhi and was uh, Uncle Dennis's teammate in high school mm-hmm. when they played at Dorsey. Okay. So, so you tell me, Elsie, what, what does this voicemail say to you? Does, does this voicemail intimate that, that Jerry West promised this guy $2.5 million if Kawhi signs with the Clippers? Does that say, does that, is that what you hear? Well, first of all, um, we don't know that it's Jerry West. It sounds like him. Right. It certainly sounds like him, but we don't know if that's Jerry West. Um, what we do know, though, assuming that what it sounds like is what it is, is that when you first heard about the story, you kind of laughed it off. But now, apparently, these two, if it is indeed Jerry West, this establishes there's a relationship there. Mm-hmm. And that there was some sort of in, a gratitude that the voice that we assume is Jerry West clearly has for Johnny Wilkes. Um, and it's a gratitude that is related to Kawhi. This mm-hmm. is very clear in the voicemail. So when you first heard the, the, about the conversation with TMZ, and I ignored it, to be quite honest with you, because I just assumed it was a frivolous lawsuit and I just waited for more detail. Uh-huh. Well, this voicemail gives us a lot more detail. They clearly knew each other. Mm-hmm. If that is indeed Jerry West, they knew each other. And there was something expressed about Kawhi that Jerry West felt indebted to to Mr. Wilkes. There's no mention of money, but there's certainly mention in terms of debt. Okay. So, and, so, so let me ask you a question. Is, is that an issue? In other words, if you're a, a front office executive and you're recruiting somebody, a free agent to come to your team and, and you're not just recruiting the player anymore, you're recruiting the people around him um, and you're saying, Hey, look, he's a confidant. Speak to him. Talk to him. Is it problematic what we've just heard? It's problematic because there are there is verbiage in the CBA that prohibits um, an exchange that in some ways has been communicated, not just in the voicemail, but in other details of the lawsuit. Things such as, um, you know, allegedly, according to the lawsuit anyway, that Uncle Dennis perhaps wanted like a house in Southern California. That perhaps the, that there were some guarantees about a travel expense um, for Kawhi coming to the Lakers. In other words, what Wilkes is sort of um, saying 
is that essentially he was a negotiator slash go-between between Kawhi's camp and Jerry West and the Clippers, all of which is against uh, <laughs> the, the CBA and could lead to something as high as a $10 million fine and also losing draft picks, which is kind of funny because they lost all their draft picks just trying to get Kawhi. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing now, taking draft picks from 2050? Like, <laughs> like, like... <laughs> And ten million dollars. What's ten million dollars to a to a to someone who is as rich as Steve Ballmer? So while this is all really entertaining, in terms of ooh gotcha, the punishment as it laid out so far, a fine of up to ten million dollars and a loss of draft picks. Both of these things are just like, you know, Ballmer can pay for it, you know, in his sleep, and the draft picks like from what year? <laughs> like. What picks they have left? But I got to say, though, and, and I, we'll come right back and get into it. I, I got to say, it seems completely frivolous to me, though, because if you're Kawhi's people, now you're going to wind up suing the, the, the guy who's kind of at the head of the organization. I, we got to talk more about this. And, yes, we're coming right back to your calls because I know a lot of you still want to get in on this is AD being disrespected conversation. We'll come right back to it. Here come your calls. Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Sedano and LZ, Friday afternoon here on 710 ESPN. You are not going to believe what's going on at the Coliseum right now. Is he supposed to throw it to them? This is the second interception that Slovis has thrown in the first seven minutes of the first quarter. So Oregon has a 7-0 lead. They got an interception on the first series. They turned it into seven points. SC's defense held. Oregon punted the ball back to SC. SC gets the ball, and Slovis throws his second interception. So with 8.30 to play here in the first quarter, Oregon has a 7-zip lead, and they're on the 28-yard line of SC looking to go in and extend their lead. This is unbelievable in the Pac-12 championship tonight at the Coliseum, LZ. It is. It is. Uh, However... As we know from this particular Trojan squad, uh, it ain't over until all the people start singing. Yep. So, exactly. you know, whatever oh, happens in go. the first quarter, you know, yeah, you much rather have a blowout, but it may end up being a typical sort of victory for us. So let's see. All right, let's all hold on. We'll keep you up to speed with what's going on at the Pac-12 championship game. Before we continue, I want to wish a happy holidays from our friends at Valvoline and remind you that before you hit the highways. Pull into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-thru oil change. Valvoline provides quick and convenient maintenance services for busy people just like you, from oil changes to tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Stay safe. Stay in your car. The expert technicians perform contactless service, making sure your ride is in peak performance. Just pull up, drive in, drive out. Takes 15 minutes. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons from Valvoline Instant Oil Change. LZ, before we get back to the phones, let me just throw this at you. So this Kawhi-related lawsuit where his friend, this guy Johnny Wilkes, who's supposed to be his uncle Dennis, his best pal, um, and now is suing Jerry West. 
if you're one of Kawhi's guys, if you're part of the inner circle, why would you ever piss him off by going out and suing the organization and one of the all-time legendary front office executives that the NBA's ever known in Jerry West? Why would you do this? Because you're not getting your money. You do you? I let mean, me ask you this. Let me ask you I your mean, opinion. Do you, do yeah. you honestly believe? Because I have a hard time believing this. Do you believe that Jerry West, because of the phone message, hey man, thanks a lot, appreciate you. You know, let's get together, have dinner. I'd like to pay my respects. Do you think that means, hey, I offered to pay you two and a half million dollars if he signs with us? Do you, I mean, I, I kind of find that hard to believe. Well, first of all, Oregon just scored again. Oh my! So now it is fourteen zero, quack quacks. Um, and to your question, man, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we make so many assumptions about people based upon their public persona, but we don't know what's going on behind closed doors. We don't, we, we, we just don't. And while I will certainly have an opinion about some of the people involved, Kawhi and Jerry West, you know, you know, Steve Ballmer, Uncle Dennis. I have an opinion about all of them, but this opinion is really based upon limited exposure. It's based upon limited interaction. And I would dare say most of us in media are in this space. So while we may find it hard to believe, I'm not going to be so naive as to totally dismiss the entire thing as nonsense because I don't know. You know, clearly they knew each other. If that is indeed Jerry West on the phone, they clearly knew each other. Jerry West is calling him based upon what you can hear on the phone. He's offering to take him to dinner based upon what they're saying on the phone. And he's being thanked repeatedly for helping out with Kawhi as is being said on the phone. So I don't know. But what I do know is that the voicemail, if it is indeed Jerry West, confirms one thing, and this is a critical thing. Did they even know each other? So here's a question. Why in the hell does Uncle Dennis's high school teammate have Jerry West calling him up? How'd that happen? Did he know Jerry beforehand? Is Jerry like one of his high school teammates too? <laughs> I don't know. Did did Johnny play high school ball back in West Virginia? I mean, that's. I mean, I'm just asking questions, dog. Like, he ain't leave Kawhi that message. He didn't leave Kawhi's agent that message. I don't know, but it didn't sound like he left Uncle Dennis that message. He left it to this guy. If that's Jerry West, that's who 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 he left it for. I just find it hard to believe that Jerry West is going to offer uh, a hanger-on $2.5 million when everybody knew Kawhi was coming to L.A. in the first place. And and really, I think you know some people maybe misinterpreted what he was planning on doing and thought he was going to the Lakers, but he was coming to L.A. one way or the other. I just, I, I, I'm going to say I find this somewhat hard to believe that Jerry West would offer a guy $2.5 million at this stage of his career. I don't know, man. I'm finding this hard to believe, but maybe I'll be proven naive. We'll see. 
Well, did do you think it makes all the sense in the world for Jerry West to be calling a hanger on, as you like to characterize him? Yes, I do. Because I think that when you're recruiting, you talk to who's close, who has influence, who can I, who who can I bond with that has Kawhi's ear. That's not a hanger on. A hanger on doesn't have the ear. Uh, in the inner circle, a, gr- a, a groupie, a groupie is around, but if you're actually trying to influence someone, that's not a hanger on. I- that's that's something else. That's I mean, in I the just, circle. But I got to say, I mean, why would you be suing the organization now? I mean, listen, Kawhi's come out and said, no, that's not the case. So to me, this seems like somebody saying, hey, I helped you and now pay me money. And it's like, yeah, you helped. That's great. It's good for your man, your man Kawhi. Two and a half million. How do you arrive at that number? Yeah, I mean, is that like a commission? I mean, if if Kawhi two gets a hundred million and I get I get two and a half percent, I get two and a half million. I, listen, I don't know, man. Like, I chances are, like this is I I've done no reporting on this, but chances are, you are correct, and that this arrangement was not made in the way that is being presented in the lawsuit. However, what's giving me pause is that voicemail. It's the voicemail. Yeah, I can understand it because you. How did he? How, how did he help you? Well, how did he help you to the point in which you need to call and and thank him repeatedly, and then ask to take him and and his boy to dinner? That's more than hey, you know, does Kawhi likes juice boxes? Yeah, Kawhi likes juice boxes. Hey, thanks, man, for telling me. No, it's more than that. <laughs> right? right? Yeah, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Let We're coming right back. We're going to grab these phone calls because I know there's a lot of people on the line that are hot that still want to get on the air. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Yeah, Sedano and LZ rolling on, but getting ready to hand things off to Alan Sliwa, a.k.a. Playoff Sliwa. Mm-hmm. and MT himself, Michael Thompson. And then we're going to take you right into tonight, Lakers and Suns game four. Now, how about this? Oregon 14, SC zero, first quarter, 442 to play. SC has the ball fourth and inches at about midfield. And LZ, are you seeing what's going on here? I am. This is exciting. Have you seen the fourth down play yet, fourth and inches? Because we might I, be off a little bit. I think we are off a little bit. I'm not going to spoil it like I did last night. Oh, Lord, sweet Jesus. Did he just trip? He slipped on the grass, <laughs> and Oregon has just stopped SC. So with 420 to play in the first quarter, Oregon takes the ball on downs with a 14-0 lead. LZ, let's go to the phones because we've talked about a lot of things today, but people have been hanging on the line for quite a while to discuss Anthony Davis, and what you said was, 
disrespected by Sports Illustrated, being ranked seventh in the top 100 players in the NBA. Here's Tony and, and Thompson. And, and being disrespected by the GMs in their survey, too. That one, too. It was both of them. It was a one-two punch. All right, here's Tony and Compton on Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN. Tony, talk to us. Finally, I'm through. What's up, y'all? How y'all doing, man? Yo, man. What's, what's up, Tony? On? What Thanks you got for us, bro? <laughs> I love y'all's show. Shout out to LZ and Scott, though. But um, LZ, I totally agree with you, man. AD is being disrespected right now. You know what? I call this the Kobe syndrome. It's the same thing Kobe went through when he was playing with Shaq. People underrate him. People take him for granted. Like, by himself, AD played in the playoffs two times. Both times he's averaged 30 and 10. That's not no top six, seven player. That's a top five player right there. He went to with LeBron and got a ring. What else do you want him to do? He should have been defensive player of the year. LeBron should have been MVP, but that's another story. Anyway, I'm about to go. I got to go take my granny sugar. I love y'all. Show how last your boy. Yeah, right. boy. Yeah, that was smooth. That was smooth and accurate. I detected yeah. no lies. I just ran it through the computer. No <laughs> lies detected. He's being disrespected, Scott. Disrespected. Listen, so far, it's been hard to find anybody that has disagreed with this. Here's Jason in Downey on Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN. What's going on, Jay? First off, thank you, LZ, for riding hard for Feliz Navidad, my abuelita. We'll love you, and we'll send you some tamales next year. Ooh, oh, ooh I like that. Ooh. <laughs> Gotta take care of my boy. So I don't agree with it. I don't, but I love it because you mean to tell me you're gonna give even more motivation to Mr. Anthony Davis, who just came off his first chip. You're gonna give a man who just bought himself a new Rolls Royce the disrespect of naming him there in his list, bro. I, I thought LeBron was gonna get MVP this year, but I'm gonna put my money now on AD. Have a great Whoa, that's a good move right there. I like that. Motivation. I didn't even think about that part of it. AD sees this disrespect. AD sees this disrespect. You know, last year when the GM Scott were, were polled, which one player acquisition will make the biggest impact? AD didn't get that. That went to Kawhi by 67%. AD rolled up last year too, did he not? I would say so. Did he walk away with a championship? He did. I would say that acquisition had a bigger impact than Kawhi's, wouldn't you? I would say that uh, you know the acquisition of, of Johnny Wilkes may have been more important. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, I'm not just riding hard because I'm a Laker fan. I'm looking at the receipts, dog, and I'm like, what are you guys talking about? The GMs as well as SI saying that Kawhi is saying that, you know, AD is nice, but he's not that nice. He's nice, but he's the third best power forward in the NBA. What? Let me grab <laughs> Let me grab one more for us, LZ. Here's Alonzo in Compton checking in on Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN. Alonzo, what's cooking, man? Hey, man, I think Compton's in the house tonight. I, I saw Tony earlier. Hey, um, I think Anthony Davis should stay at number seven, and he should get out or, or take him out of the top ten just because I want to see that monster – and I want to see him go hard, man. That's disrespectful. You have him that low. I said, I think um, he should be actually number three. But you know what? Don't, don't tell him that. Tell him he's tell him he's a uh, top twenty. He didn't even cut it. I, oh. I want him motivated for this season. <laughs> maybe yeah. uh, maybe the Lakers will win the championship this year, and they'll they'll oh, hand they AD the, no, the the trophy for for being MVP, and he'll use the same speech that LeBron used this past year. I want my damn respect too. 
out. Hey, I, I love it. I, I love it. Uh, I, with the whole COVID stuff, we need stuff like this to make us more engaged. You, you know what I mean? Uh, it's going to be a fun season, man. Yes, sir. Well, yes, sir. Stay up. Yeah, game four of the preseason tonight, and then the preseason wraps up, and LZ, we pull right into the regular season next week. LZ, I got to tell you something, man. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just let you know this right now. Next week, when you take time off, and I wind up hosting this show without you, I just want to give you fair warning that it is highly likely, based on the week that we've just enjoyed together, you are going to crack not my top seven, but my top five of my man crush power rankings. Oh, man. Yeah. Yep. And it's going to be that your second is time. Awesome. Yep. Going to be your second time, just so you know. I want to be the goat of your man crush list. <laughs> is there a position like that? Anywhere? Well, there is. It, you know, the guy who, who has achieved the top spot more than anyone else is Drew Brees. So you got a long way to go. But, I mean, I'm telling you, man, we've had a great week this week. So, you know, you're going you're gonna to be up there. You're gonna, you will be higher on my man crush power rankings next week than AD is on Sports Illustrated's Top 100. That I know for sure. That's why I know he's being disrespected now. That's how I definitely know he's being disrespected. Right? You feel me. I know you do. <laughs> Tip. So, LZ, what are you going to do this weekend? Are you going to get any get any holiday shopping done? I'm, I'm at a loss right now, just so you know. Like, I got a girlfriend. I got to get her a gift. I, I think I may have set the bar high with a birthday gift. Now, I don't know what to do. I, I don't know how it's going to go this Christmas. Well, listen. How long you guys been together? Been together 18 months. We're kind of past that honeymoon stage now, you know? Yeah, you, you need to give her a real gift. 18 you, months, yeah. mm. real gift. Mm. Wait a second, Laura. I hear Laura. Mm. Mm. I, okay, my right. disclaimer is mm -hmm. it's not about how much you spent on the gift. Okay. It's about the thought that went into getting the gift. Okay. So the fact that you're like, I don't know what to get you. I'm contemplating. And I think, at least for me, I think girls appreciate that. We appreciate it because you got the money to go drop it and just get her an expensive gift. But mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you're really thinking about it. It's just like, yo, that's expensive and she'll like it. I'd rather have the guy go through what you're going through. So it doesn't necessarily mean a real gift or whatever. It's just you're going through that process and you're thinking of her while you're getting this gift. And I think she'll appreciate that more. Yeah, but here's what's going to happen to me. This is going to be typical of, of a procrastinator. I'm going to wind up spending more because I wind up waiting until the last minute because I didn't come up with something creative in advance. That happens. <sighs> LZ, help me, man. I, 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 listen, it's been a long time since I bought a significant elder that was a female a gift. I don't know what's, what's going on. I might be buying some white diamonds from Elizabeth Taylor, and I know that's not right. So don't ask me, dog. <laughs> don't ask me. As long as you don't give her a gift card, you're fine. Because if you give her a gift card, there's some problems. Gift card's no good. Yeah, yeah I, wouldn't, no. I wouldn't think that would work out too well. LZ, mm -hmm. what do you got cooking this weekend, though? You got anything going on? I mean, it's... Well, I'm going to start a writing petition. Mm -hmm. to the NBA GMs on behalf of Anthony Davis. I got there that planned go. up. Do you know there's a question? If you were starting a franchise today and could sign any player in the NBA, who would it be? And mm -hmm. Anthony Davis was third. Behind? Giannis, who can't shoot, and Luka, yeah. who can't play defense. Mm -hmm. What the hell, dog? What the hell? Anyway, besides that, you know, I just got, I got a lot of writing to do. Mm -hmm. anything, yeah, yeah. Uh, anything that you, you already know what you're writing about? 
Uh, oh, absolutely. I am finishing up uh, my opus, if you will, of wrapping up 2020 in the year of athlete activism for the LA Times. And I'm also writing a piece about, finished a piece actually, about the Supreme Court um, deciding to hear the case regarding the NCAA and antitrust laws. Oh, man, I can't wait to read this. This is the, the first one, by the way, about athlete activism. Um, I'd really I'm looking forward to reading that. LZ, it's been a great week. I really appreciate you having me sitting in for George. I'll take good care of your show next week while you're on vacation. Laura, thank you so much. Steve, outstanding work all week. Here comes Sliwa. Here comes MT. And here comes the final Laker tune-up. And then... Hey, it's next week. It is on. LZ, much love to all the 710 listeners. Scott Kaplan for the entire team saying peace.